Welcome back, Hogline Nation, to episode 47 of the Hogline Podcast. I am your host, Jack Manis. I am riding solo today. Stop. Um, you do this every single time. <laughs> You're not riding solo. Just kidding. I'm here. <laughs> um, Mitchell is also here. Uh, today, we will be discussing the MLB trade deadline and um, some... Uh, Big acquisitions that occurred and our reactions to them. Wow, so eloquently put. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some teams making a push to, uh, you know, potentially get to the World Series. Some teams looking to the future and beyond whatnot, trying to sell some assets that may have left anyway in free agency. Um, yeah, so just trying to get some prospects in return. And... I don't know how many trades we we're, we're talking about. I mean, there's probably a bunch. there's there's some little little ones that we won't be discussing, but we'll be discussing the main ones. Yeah, try to hit on the 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 biggest ones, the biggest like, probably like seven or eight of them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we can get right into it. Uh, who do you want to start with? The Mets. They yeah, have, we'll they made a couple moves. The, the the New York Metropolitans. Um. So. They acquired right-handed pitcher from the Toronto Blue Jays, Marcus Stroman, and cash. Don't know how much cash. They always there's always this cash consideration. I should really look into how much cash. Um, in return, in exchange for minor league pitchers, um, lefty Anthony Kay and right-handed pitcher Sim- Simone Woods Richardson. Yes. Don't know um, who any of those guys are. They're just I mean honestly prospects about. Every all of these minor leaguers, almost all of them, I don't know much about. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but um, Marcus Stroman, he's gonna be a great addition to this rotation, uh, led by Degrom. Uh, Syndergaard's having a down year, but he's still a great pitcher. Yeah, but like, I we we won't be talking about him because he didn't get traded. But let's mention that he was. There were so many rumors that he would be getting traded, and he ended up not. So that was interesting to see that he say staying in New York for now at least. So I like that they kept him around because he he really is a good pitcher. Just statistically not the best year, but I think it's not indicative of his talent level. I don't. The Mets have been playing so well recently. They won seven straight prior to tonight when they lost to us. Right. But I don't know. I, I think last night I checked was either last night or this morning, and they were only like four and four games out of a wild card spot, I think. Yeah, they kind of do this every year. They heat up right after the All-Star break, um, which isn't is, – can some look at that as like a really bad thing because they really aren't a World Series contending team talent-wise. Yeah. And if you heat up right before the deadline, they get you excited. You want to buy, buy, buy. And they've been doing that for the past five years since they made it to the World Series. And they're kind of stuck in this cycle. Similar um, to the Giants, how they, they've been going on. They've been gaining some momentum. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but they still Giants still decide to sell, which is smart. Smart move. Yeah. Um, but I love Marcus Stroman. Uh, ERA, he's been pitching even better after the All-Star break. ERA of a sub-3 ERA of 296. Whip of one two two and a FIP of three point five two, um, yeah. I mean, this their starting five of rotation is very solid, um, and but giving up minor league prospects for a team like the Mets is kind of uh, concerning, and I mean, I don't know much about these minor leaguers personally, but 
one of my good friends is a Mets fan, and I was with him um, uh, when this happened, actually, and I got to see what his reaction was, and he was not happy that he they gave up these two pitchers. They were um, their top pitching prospects, according to him, which I trust his opinion. So, I mean, if they can... Uh, I believe after they ha- the Mets will have control of Stroman through 2020 and then look to, I guess, re-sign after that. Um, but, I mean, if they can keep this their, their uh, five pitchers together, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Stroman, Steven Matz, and then Zach Wheeler, uh, I mean, and then they get an offense to help them out. I mean, that, that that's, that's going to be a good team. That could be a good team in the future. But, again, the Mets, I don't know. They do some questionable things. I mean, I don't, I'm not, like, a big baseball guy. And, like, I take – this is just a something, like, a theory that I've kind of just constructed here. But, I don't know. It seems like a good strategy to kind of build a franchise from, from your rotation and then build it – and then I don't know why. I, I, I'm not basing this off of anything, but I just feel like it's just a little easier to, like, acquire some – bats and offense but i feel like people are more reluctant to give up pitchers i don't know why they just seem more valuable in my opinion so it's a, if you have a strong sure. rotation i feel like you can compete so yeah and I, I mean i saw something today on stroman that he uh criticized the blue jays for being cheap yeah and boy yeah. he would not like pittsburgh <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly right yeah so i don't know maybe he's right because, I don't know, the Blue Jays haven't really been relevant for a while, so, since I can remember. Yeah, I mean, and it was, I mean, I think this was a smart trade on the Blue Jays' side, because they're not going to be contending for many years. I mean, they're they're stuck behind the one of the most top-heavy heavy divisions in baseball, probably the most top-heavy, led by the Yankees, Red Sox, and Rays. I mean, they're, I, I don't know, they got vlad jr to be excited about for the future but they really should invest in their farm system as much as possible because there's there's no way they're getting that yeah, there's there several the several monster. moves and several years away it seems like so yeah. yeah it could be good good move for them yeah uh so we'll stick with the mets for now um they the other trade they traded away jason vargas to the phillies right and what'd they get? I forget. I wrote down some, In exchange I don't know if I wrote down for all of it or not. A minor league catcher, Austin Bosart. Um so Vargas, after the Strowman deal, it was inevitable that they I mean they had six starters. Everyone was expecting them to trade away either Vargas uh honestly anyone besides DeGrom was on the table, I think. Um and it's I commend the Mets for getting rid of Vargas because I think he probably their worst one um he's having a he had a sub four era uh before the break and he was pitching solid um he kind of kind of went kind of went up a little bit since then he's era currently at the time recording 401 whip of 127 fit of 4.7 so solid numbers uh he's a lefty he is an unconventional pitching style he doesn't not he gives you a lot of junk that kind of pitcher. What did he say? He's the guy who said something earlier in the year. Yeah, everyone he, says a lot of things, but what did he say? <laughs> yeah, he said something. I uh, know he he's the one that got in the fight with the uh, reporter. Oh and yeah, he threatened that's to right. Knock the reporter the f out. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't like him. I don't like this guy. <laughs> but now so, he's a Philly. I definitely don't like. Right. Him. Yeah. So uh, honestly, good for the Mets. Uh, Could have been bad for the locker room. 
Uh, and I mean, he's old. I think he's like 36. So um, that's good. Where they they sold Great him move now. From the Mets. Get him out of there. You um, don't need an old pitcher. Like that. <laughs> yeah, they sold him now at, at what like his st- like he's not going to be better than what he's being sold at now. So good for the Mets. For Locker doing room that. cancer. I mean, they they only got a minor league catcher who's batted 195 in the minors, but um, I don't know. At least I mean after after this year. Um, Vargas, he's not a free agent, but there's a club option for him to be bought out at two million. Um, so the ex- Phillies may exercise that depending on how he pitches. Uh, but he's unrestricted free agent in 2021. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's all I gotta say about Vargas. Or I guess we'll keep going with the Phillies. Yeah, Mets, Mets making moves. Also, the Phillies making moves. Looks like right. they were big buyers here. Yeah, so they get Vargas, and they also trade uh with the pirates acquiring outfielder Corey dickerson in exchange for a player to be named later and international bonus pool money man that sucks yeah um so i want to know like what <laughs> player to be named later yeah well Come so on. that that um that international be- bonus what did you say international bonus international money? bonus pool money i don't know much about that to be honest I don't even know but what that means a player to be named later it's because i think with how I assume it's a player they just drafted because I don't think they can trade away the rights to the player yet. It's something weird like that, so they have to say this. There's so I I I'm pretty sure it's going to be a player that the Phillies drafted this year. That's why. Um, but for the Phillies, this is great news. Corey Dickerson's a great, very solid uh, bat, batting three fifteen this year, all in base percentage of three seventy three. Um, I honestly think he's going to fill the void that uh, McCutcheon left for them as he's out for the year. Um, Corey Dickerson can play center or left, which Jay Bruce is kind of filling in there. Uh, he got hurt. Um, but, yeah, Corey Dickerson, Corey Dickerson can be a starter every night. Looks uh, like he's going to slide right in there. Yeah, I mean, he's just a solid hitter. He's uh, he's tough for pitchers to face against. If I, I mean, he's like he battles. He even if he gets down on the count early, he'll work a nine ten pitch at bat. Um, so I guess I I honestly think that's like he's gonna be a big reason why they make the playoffs. And I still have the Phillies as my five seed. Yeah, it looks like they're really going for it. And I yeah. mean, I don't blame them. They're right in the fringe. So I mean, and if Vargas can keep his pitching up, what he's been doing, it's gonna be a huge. Uh, leg up, like improvement for what they currently have. Their pitching staff is just not outside of Nola is not looking good at all. But yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. they're not going to catch the Braves. Yeah, but I mean, they could you know be firmly entrenched in a wild card position and right. You know, if you make it, anything can happen. That's the old saying. So yeah, why not go for it if you're right on the edge? You know, if you feel like you're good enough to get in and make a run, you might as well just you know acquire some players at the deadline here. So they're some some they're gonna need a lot to get to the World Series. Yeah, a lot would probably have to go their way. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see uh, a Nola and then Vargas as your number two pitchers. That's I don't think that's World Series talent, and I hope for the Phillies' sake it's not. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, this is a uh, crazier things have happened. I'd yeah, say. I guess I hope not. But I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not trying to say like I'm wishing yeah. for this to happen, but I'm saying it could. But good for the Phillies and. Well, Dickerson's going to be a free agent after this year. Um, so, for the Pirates' sake, I'm so happy we traded him because 
we don't spend money on free agents, especially for guys that we do not build up from our own farm system. Um, so yeah, he if we didn't trade him, he most li- most likely would have walked, uh, not walked. We just wouldn't have offered him enough money. Um, so I'm glad yeah, we got it, something out of him. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, everything you said just makes sense. So yeah, notoriously cheap and. I'm, I'm, even if it's a player to be named later, it's better than nothing at all. So. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we'll move on. Uh, move on from the a- NL East. Actually, we're, com- we're coming back to the NL East later. So uh, we'll go for the Astros. Uh, arguing making the biggest splash at the deadline. Acquiring six-time All-Star, former Cy Young Award winner, Right-handed pitcher Zach Greinke from the Arizona Diamondbacks in exchange for a handful of minor leaguers. I'll read the names. Honestly, don't mean much to me. I don't know minor leaguers. Uh, J.B. Bukowskis, Corbin Martin, Seth Beer, and Joshua Reyes. Yeah, Seth Beer and Joshua Reyes, if you're listening, <laughs> shout-out to you guys. Um, um, yeah. No, but yeah, it seems like it's uh, – it could help both. I mean, obviously Houston's loaded. Yes, they got three, uh, um, just very, just just elite pitchers, and um, we talked about them a lot in the episode a few weeks ago, but you yeah, mean they're just they're gonna be, it's gonna be tough to beat them in October. Yeah. So I um, after this trade happened, I ran a bunch of numbers. I wanted to compare what the Astros starting five was statistically to the Dodgers starting five statistically because just looking at the names I I honestly think the Astros starting five just appeals more to me as opposed to the Dodgers um Astros starting five is now Verlander Garrett Cole Zach Greinke Wade Miley and Brad Peacock Dodgers still have Hunjin Ryu Clayton Kershaw Walker Bueller Kenta Maeda and Rich Hill um the at Let's see. The Dodgers edged them out in ERA at 2.86 to the Astros 3.26. Uh, whip is pretty much the same. Astros at 105.8 to the Dodgers 103.5. And then strikeouts per nine, um, the Astros are at 10.85 as a starting rotation. And then Dodgers at 9.13. Um, so it's close. Um, I honestly, but I think the Astros are better just. I mean, they're going against American League hitters, so they're not facing a pitcher every night at bats. So that's, I mean, just if you look at the pitchers and statistically in the AL compared to the NL, AL numbers are going to be inflated because of that. But I, I think this is the Astros have the best rotation in baseball, and, and the Asian guy in the Dodgers is uh, going to the IL for ten days. Hunjin Ryu, yes, ten day IL. I since when? Oh, I actually, yeah. Never mind. I remember that now. Yeah, it just happened we, tonight. But, yeah, yeah. He will. He's a hurt, so he'll be out for a little bit. But yeah, they're um, I mean the Dodgers. Their rotation's great. Rich Hill, um, has been out since beginning of July, mid July, I think. Um, I mean he had ERA of two five five when he got hurt. Uh, he should be back sometime in September, so that's going to help. Perfect timing for the playoffs. Um. Uh, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to glance over what the Diamondbacks got, even though we don't really know too much about these players that they got. Apparently, it was a haul, so it's it's good for them. Yeah. Uh, I there there was an article that came out uh, today that I read 
uh, from Bleacher Report, it ranked all the teams' farm systems like after the trade deadline here, and the Diamondbacks were second. So apparently this helped a lot. And I mean, obviously, I, I can't say too much about it because I don't really know. But who was first? Uh, the Padres were still first. Really? Okay. So, um, yeah. So the Diamondbacks and Padres were up there. Even the Dodgers were like the Pirates. Were the Pirates? Pirates were eighteen. So okay. like kind of in the middle of the pack, headlined by Brian Hayes and Mitch Keller. So I know them. So uh, I mm-hmm. don't know. We'll see about that. But yeah, the, the Diamondbacks apparently got a lot, and yeah, um, good for them. So I mean, it seemed there seemed like a team that's kind of buried by obviously the Dodgers, and so it's kind of just a wide open division other than them. But uh, speaking of farm systems, if I were I think okay. I'm thinking of the a, um, AL West. If I were any of the four other teams, the AL West, I just invest so much in my farm system because no one's getting past the Astros. And I mean, thinking like the Astros, at least for their pitchers, Garrett Cole might. It seems as though he's going to be uh, signing elsewhere. I don't know. It's I wouldn't put it past the Astros to resign him, but he could very likely sign elsewhere after this year, and. Verlander's getting old. He's 36. Greinke's 36 himself. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, their offense is still going to be incredible, but I don't know how long this starting their starting pitchers are going to last. And they've given a lot farm system-wise recently. I've Obviously, this Greinke trade, Garrett Cole, they gave up a lot to yeah, us. Yeah, in, in the article I saw that they they were pretty low. So obviously right, they're so. it makes sense. They're in very well very win now mode. Yeah. So. so um I mean I I mean unless I don't know I mean the Angels build around Mike Trout you get the best player in arguably in history of baseball. The Angels are a sad excuse for a franchise. Yeah, like they're worth that. That's more they're more embarrassing than us. Mike Trout should be MVP every every single. Every year, if they didn't have Mike Trout, they're they're the yeah. most irrelevant franchise in sports. Yeah, who cares about the Angels if he's not there? No one. Shohei Otani. Yeah, that's like, true. They they're far. They're not. They do not have enough clearly to make any noise, which is a shame. Um, I guess we'll uh, we could discuss the Dodgers real quick. I mean, I kind of brought them up comparing their uh, their pitching staff to the Astros. Um, they were. It was no secret that they were looking for some bullpen help, bullpen help at the deadline, and they really wanted uh, Felipe Vasquez from us. From uh, so glad we didn't give him up. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm also glad because we still have control over him for four more years. So I mean, World Series champs by then. So he's <laughs> um, such a dynamic closer. I love watching him. Yeah. So I. Would I mean, be- we've been blessed with some great closers: Joel Hanrahan to Jason Grilly to Mark Melanson to. Vasquez, pretty much. So I mean, that's yeah. That's I know good, we least. we've had some good closers. Yeah. Um, but they our asking price was too high for Vasquez, and they get um left-handed relief pitcher Adam Kolarek from the Rays in exchange for minor league outfielder Nico Holzeiser. Shout out Nico. Um, I looked a little bit at Adam Kolarek's numbers. I mean, they weren't as good as Vasquez. Um. But it seemed like they wanted to get a lefty, uh, lefty arm for their bullpen. Um, so I guess uh, this is good. <laughs> I don't know. Like um, the rich get richer. Yeah, and if if they um, 
it's going to be a pretty big bust if like they don't make the World Series. And honestly, well, I don't know. Because I think the Astros is, are better than the Dodgers. But if they don't make it out of the NL, this, they're gonna, this season's they're gonna a wash They're going to pull a Buffalo Bills. They're going to pull a them. They, they, they haven't. like they, Buffalo Bills are going to go. They, they've, already, they've already gone twice, right, and lost? Um, back-to-back years, and they've yeah. lost. They're going to do it again this year. And, and they're going to do it next year. Yeah, they're going to go four in a row and lose every one. I mean, they haven't, like, they, they just don't, haven't shown up in the postseason, which uh, I'm not. that's why I'm not picking them to make the World Series still. I, I'm going to stand by my pick. And, um, yeah. You pick Braves and Yankees, right? Yeah, except, speaking of which, I am backing out of the Yankees. They didn't, just because of they, um, their pitching staff has looked even worse. Um Shout out Stephen A. Smith to his rant on his latest episode. Um, it wasn't his latest one, but it was a few days ago. Episode, right, yeah. Stephen A. talked about the Yankees briefly, and he's maybe even less of a baseball guy than I am. And he just—I don't know. He, yeah, but they—he was himself. They so. really don't have the the pitching to make it there. And Luke Voigt just went uh, went down to the sport hernia. I don't know how long he'll be out. Um, John Carlos Stanton is still uh, not. Um, I don't know, not anywhere to be seen. I mean, that, I'm not going to take away what they have. Their their offense is still loaded, but I just they, they don't have the pitching to keep up with an offense like if they get the seven-game series against Houston or something like that, or I just don't think they're well-equipped with arms. Um, yeah, no, that Houston, yeah. Houston's just all around very solid, and they yeah, strength, strengthened it even more through this. Great bullpen. Best starting pitching, in my opinion. Um, I mean, their offense is everywhere. Yeah. It's just solid. Um, we can move on from the Astros now. Um, yeah, I feel like we've talked about the Astros for at least, like, a third of this. But <laughs> probably not, but feels like it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll just – I wrote down stats for Zach Greinke. Just ERA of 2-9, whip of – sub-1 whip, which is fantastic – of nine four five, FIP of three point two. Um, Wait, yeah. you said WHIP of point nine four five four five. Which, I mean, a good WHIP is like one point one. I'd say I don't know. Probably yeah. I feel like that's really good if it's still. I feel like low ones is still really good. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good WHIP is one point one. Yeah. In the one ones, even one two is solid. But um, yeah. Uh, good for the Astros. Um. Isn't They're, it crazy than the Ashers? How long ago were they still in the NL Central? That's so weird that they had six teams God, in one division for so awful. long. Yeah, but they that just made no sense. Why do they have six teams in one division for so long and four in another? That, why would they even yeah, think that, that's a good idea? I don't know. That's just dumb. Glad they changed that, <laughs> especially um, now. Yeah, like you literally have a one in four chance of making the postseason if you're in the AL West. Yeah, and a one in six if you're in the Central. But right. <laughs> whatever, um, it's wacky. Yeah, anyway. Next on uh, the docket, I have the Atlanta Braves adding pieces left and right to their bullpen. Um, we'll start out with the marquee name of Shane Green, um, all-star relief pitcher from the Detroit Tigers. Uh, he's ERA of 1.18, which is first among qualifying relievers in the AL, second in the MLB to Kirby Yates of the Padres. Whip of 868. Uh, uh yeah, he's a great arm. And the Braves the bullpen is what I think could have potentially keeping them out, 
kept them out of the World Series, but they clearly addressed it here. Actually, I should probably read what they exchanged. I gotta shout out these minor leaguers. We can't sell them short. Uh, Shane Green exchanged for minor leaguers Joey Wentz and Travis Demarite. Yeah. That's not how you say it, probably, but I just yeah. so I know I, I hate to keep referencing the same article that I read because that's really the only, like, only thing I saw here. But like <laughs> the Braves were fourth on that list in just their farm system? overall farm system rankings, and okay. that was after the trade deadline. Okay, and I even before I like read this article, I, I knew that the Padres and Braves were like they had really good farm systems, so I knew that they had prospects, and the Braves are obviously a good team, and they're looking to make a playoff push. So they have prospects to give and yeah you might as well if you have abundance of riches you might as well let some go in order to help your campaign this year so i mean they also add uh mark melanson former pirate um from the giants in exchange for danny winkler and minor leaguer tristan beck and also uh they acquire chris martin relief pitcher from the dot rangers wow, so they me. really went all in trying to get these guys yeah they got three relievers uh, exchange for left-handed pitcher Colby Allard. Um, I mean, odds are at least one of these guys is still gonna like, right hit for them. So uh, Melanson, uh, I don't know the number. I didn't write down his stats. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's not what he was for the Pirates, but I think he, as postseason experience, he was with the with us each of the three years we made it, um, and I, he can help them in the postseason just as a. A, a a good veteran. Uh, I think he's like 30, 34 or five. I'd say. Um, yeah, and Chris Martin's also going to help out that bullpen. So, I mean, not many teams have a good bullpen, and I think that's going to be the that can differentiate you from other teams in October, having a solid rotation. Because I feel like yeah, it could be pitchers factor. is the most methodical, fundament. I don't know what the word. I'm looking for is, but kind of like golf, it's like the mo the position where you can most likely mess up. I feel like, you know, when when like in crunch time, when like nerves are getting to you. I'm not a I'm not a major leaguer, I know, but um, I think I, I think, think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like I when the pressure's on, I feel like it's easier to hit as opposed to pitch. I that could be way off, but. Um, and then having just having guys that can come in if someone's struggling is key in October. Okay, yeah. I and um, don't want to underestimate postseason experience. That could, right, there's something to say for that. So I, that, I, I still have the Braves coming out of the NL because one of the Dodgers' historic, uh, like their track record of choking in the October, and uh, their bullpen is far stronger, especially after this deadline. A trade deadline acquisitions than the Dodgers are, even though the Dodgers starting rotation is definitely better. Um, but I mean, also for their offense, the, the Braves got a, I mean, two all-star starters and Acuna and Freeman, uh, Josh Donaldson, as much as I hate Josh Donaldson, he's having a great season. He's had, had a lot of power to that lineup, batting cleanup. Uh, your new favorite player, Ozzy Albies as a great, you think he's in the two spot. Um, Danzy Swanson's a great defensive shortstop and solid at bat. Um, I yeah, don't know. so I mean, we, we, went, all we went to the Braves game about a week ago and they destroyed, they destroyed the Phillies and they were up by like, they're up like 15 to three at one point. And then 
it, the Phillies did score some runs in like when the bullpen came in. So. Right. Yeah, the Phillies ended up with like seven or eight runs, I think. Exactly. So I mean, I just basing this off of the one Braves game that I've seen, but if I had to identify a weakness, it's the bullpen, and everything you said could be justified in the game that I saw. So. Sure. Exactly. I saw two Braves games last week. I went to I went to um five baseball stadiums in the month of July. Yeah, it's so a that lot. Was cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Braves are good. My NL champion. Um, my new second favorite team. I got a Braves hat at SunTrust Parker Field. SunTrust Field. I don't know. SunTrust. Um. Yeah. I guess we'll go. Last big thing. Uh, we'll talk about is the three-way trade between the Reds, Indians, and Padres. Um, so I was watching, I was in Pittsburgh, and I was watching the Reds-Pirates game. Bunch the, of clowns in this trade, <laughs> the sorry. Big, the big fight happened uh, between the Reds and Pirates. And five minutes before the fight, uh, Yasiel Pui gets traded in this three, big three-way trade. I mean, he's still in the field. He doesn't know about it, and he gets in this fight while he's not even on the Reds. I thought that was funny. Uh, I guess I'll just read off what every, all participants acquired. Um, the Reds get right-handed pitcher from the in. Well, I'll just read off what they get because it's confusing. Reds get uh, pitcher Trevor Bauer. Indians get a haul of Yasiel Puig, Franmil Riaz, Reyes, excuse me, um, Logan Allen, and minor leaguers Victor Nova and. Scott Moss, and then the Padres walk away only with minor leaguer Taylor Tranmel. Um, you can go first. First of all, I, like I said, a bunch of clowns in this trade. <laughs> Trevor Bauer, uh, I, I, I learned from listening to the Stephen A. Smith podcast of his antics, how he was taken out of a game and he chucked the ball in the center field. You see the video? I did not. I'll watch that after this. He didn't even get a, like a running start. It was an impressive throw. <laughs> he just like Still, gunned he, it. You can't be doing that. Um, and now he's on the Reds, one of my least favorite teams. So can't wait to not like that guy. Uh, and all, I, Yasiel Puig's also a clown. He yeah. Just, I he, I've never seen a player get in more fights than him. Yeah, he's like probably one doing? of the most like, overhyped players. Calm I mean, down. He's not. Yeah. Not even that good. He got he got a lot of attention when he first came into the league. Um, but I mean, he's been way up and down since then. He's such a hothead. Like, I like, like I don't know. Like, you, there's no reason why someone should be getting in that many fights. I can understand getting in like one or two, because um, everyone like loses their cool sometimes. But it just always seems to be him. He always seems to have a problem, and I'm just tired of it. I'm just glad he's at our division, and still don't like him, even though he's going to be in the opposite league now. But um, Warren Trevor Bauer. Um, I mean, he's known for um, kind of being a head case, and like I, I think I heard that like he like came out and said he just wants to keep chasing like one year deals. I hate this guy. Like, yeah, I, as, I really yeah. hate. He's becoming my least favorite player. <laughs> um, and the Bunch after clowns. the day after, um, he got traded. I get well, so he got traded. The yeah, Reds. now he's stuck with the Reds too. I that. guess he got the Reds had an off day, the day after he got traded, but he came to the next Indians game the next day and just showed up as a fan. <laughs> Whatever. It's so weird. It is weird. Um, I, any, I don't like this guy. I'll, uh, so Trevor Bauer. He's stuck with the irrelevant Reds now. He's, 
he has an arbitration year in 2020 and he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2021. I mean, as much as we hate him, he's solid. Um, he's kind of having a little bit of a down year. Um, statistically, I get. I mean, not down year, but just not as good as last year is what I'm saying. Um, he's going to add to the red solid rotation led by Luis Castillo and Sonny, Sonny Gray. Um, I mean, that's a solid uh, three of five starters they have. Um, so good for the Reds. I mean, the Reds are just a really confusing team of where they're at. They're definitely not good enough to, like, contend, but it seems like they consistently, like, buy, and, like, they're in this weird state. So I don't really understand the Reds. They're consistently mediocre. Right. But, like, and we always like fight mediocre with them. to, like, work, like, on the bad side of mediocre. We always fight them, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the Reds. I mean, I don't like the Reds either. Um, but I, uh, I mean, I think it's clear the big winner of this trade is the Indians. Um, they get rid of Bauer. Um, they trade one clown for another, but they also well, they, got four other players. Right. So. And I think the, the, the player to note of this trade is Fran Mil Reyes of the formerly of the Padres, now in the Indians. Um, he's only like twenty three or four, I believe. Uh, yeah, the barely... Padres had that number one ranked farm system. So after the deadline, still after the deadline. I mean, maybe oh, the, okay, maybe yeah. this Tramwell Tram Tramwell guy is good. But... Yeah, I looked him up. He he was drafted um, in twenty maybe last year, thirty sixth overall. Um, so early second round pick. So uh, he, he, I mean, I looked at his minor league numbers. He's still he's batting only like two seventy something. So I don't know, but, um, but Framo Reyes is a great player. Uh, he's young, as I said, he's twenty four. I think. Uh, I think he only has like one hundred eighty seven major league games, and baseball reference his one hundred sixty two game average. It's 37 home runs and 67 RBIs, which is incredible for a guy of his age, batting 266. So, um, if they the the Indians can keep him around and even just use him for this year, that's he's a great piece. And this adds to their outfield, which is already solid. And now they got an outfield of Tyler Naquin, Oscar Mercado, Franmil Reyes, Yasiel Puig, and Jordan Luplo. Luplo. Um, so that's five guys they can rotate and DH one of them. So I mean that. They got a solid lineup, and if they and right now at the time of recording, they're the four seed, and they sit a game and a half up on the Rays in the wild card, and they're only three games out of the Twins of first in the AL Central. So if they can uh, stay afloat without Trevor Bauer of this rotation, which includes um, Shane Bieber, All Star Game MVP, uh, Zach Plesac, Mike Clevenger. Um, and then Carlos Carrasco uh, had can- is has cancer and is on the 60-day IL. There's not still not time to heal for his return, but if he can come back um, for the playoffs, I mean he's a great arm. Uh, so I mean the the Indians are surprisingly looking solid. They've been in kind of a confusing state all year long. I feel like, but uh, they've been but hanging the- in there. They're a perennial playoff team. They're in there every year. So, yeah. yeah, yeah like you said, with playoff experience, I know there's some new faces there, but, um, you know, they could be right back in the mix. They find themselves in the playoffs again, most likely. So Yeah, I still want the, uh, the Red Sox to pull it out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's tough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's either 
Because the Red Sox offense is just like they lead the league in like I don't want to mess this up. Runs scored definitely. I think RBIs and maybe home runs. I don't know, but they they're having a a great um, offensive year. Just their rotation has been shaky. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Get it together, guys. You have Chris Sale. Yeah, Chris Sale's a. Crystal's great, and David Price is, was having a good year last time I checked. Yeah, get it together. But, like, uh, you have two good pitchers. Rick Porcello was having not a great year. I mean, they acquired Andrew Kashner from the Orioles, so I mean, they could they could put it together. And again, they have experience. So, um, yeah. I don't, what what else do you have to say? I don't know. I think that's it. A lot of baseball was talked. Now we're at minute thirty seven ish. You say a minute 37? We're at oh, minute, said, 30, minute oh. mark 37-ish. Gotcha. Yeah, we um, – Yeah. Jack and I were going to combine two topics into one episode, but – We're going to make it two episodes now. Two slightly shorter episodes. Um, This is the MLB trade deadline episode and our other one, which probably come out a few days after this. Um, You will see. So, yeah, I guess that's all we have for you. Yeah. Um this is uh yeah, it was a good one. I I like to exercise my baseball knowledge because it's not 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 necessarily on par with my other sports, but um I'm proud of myself that I kind of held my own. I think I did I think I did well. So yeah. Um I you're the in-house baseball expert, but I I think I uh I don't know. I think I did well. So I'm proud of myself. I'm going to pat myself on the back and uh feel good about myself. But um anyway, follow the show on all the platforms, SoundCloud, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Hogline Podcast. You know the deal. Um, yeah. You got anything else to say to close it out? Let's go, Bucks. World Series Champs 2020. Hey, mate, we're, we're not out of it. No, we're out of it this year. I'm sorry. I can't even say that. We're done. We, we lost. Like, we were once, like, we, once, J- once Jameson Tyone is healthy. For next year, and we sign Garrett Cole. There's a lot to be excited about in Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll bring be... back Garrett Cole, uh, 2020. We'll be back, folks. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Peace.